Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Hey, friendo, Steve here. And Larson. And welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to at youtube.com forward slash Stephen Larson. Available where podcasts can be found. And of course, taped live at the Twitch, twitch.tv forward slash Stephen Larson. Big, big shout out to everybody who joined us for the party of the Superb Owl yesterday on the Twitch, including, of course, in person, live with us, the Enforcer and the Intern. Uh, yeah. Condolences, of course, Larson. Yeah, too. heart goes out to the intern the for because he is he is a Kansas City fan. They uh, unfortunately came on out on the short end of the deal. Oh boy, uh, he took it with grace, oh and class. Oh boy. Um. So, uh, sorry, your team lost, intern. But uh, you know, you still got a great squad. Maybe next year, patch up he that offensive such, line. Sky's the limit. He's such a classy guy. He muted his mic to say horrible things about the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, and their opponents and the refs during certain plays. I don't know who he was cursing out, but I did see him mouth very bad words, but he muted himself during our stream. Class act, that intern. Terrible team he has, though. Terrible team he has. Well, not terrible. Just, just, I mean, they made the Super Bowl, so you got to be a pretty good team to make it the Super Bowl. Anyways, uh, in other uh, events upcoming, of course, this upcoming Sunday, Valentine's Day, uh, NXT TakeOver Vengeance Day. We'll be doing a, 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 a watch-along um, over on our YouTube. Mm-hmm. And uh, hope to see you all there. I think it starts at 4 o'clock Sunday. Could be. Uh, there'll probably be like a half-hour pre-show, so I guess we'll probably start around 3.30. Sounds good. Sounds good. We got that going on also on the channel right now at our YouTube channel. Uh, speaking of the intern, he cut together our Royal Rumble reactions uh, so you can see us react uh, a, su- a super cut of all of our uh, yes. reactions to key moments in this yes. past Royal Rumble. So that's a lot of fun. He did a spectacular job. Just he a did spectacular a fantastic job. job. We got ourselves a great intern, man. Wow, he's the best. He's been and he's been he's been a friendo since middle school. So all you any any middle schoolers out there watching right now, you can look at Christopher Coppin and say, hey, if he did it, maybe I can do it too. He's pretty much been he's pretty much been day one friendo. By that time, let's see Pretty here. Much. By Pretty that much. time, yeah, it's about what ten years or so now mm-hmm. since he's been in like middle school. So we would be in our early fifties 
if a middle schooler that's watching us now became an intern for us in 10 years, and we'd be like, oh, we got to watch Raw tonight. Ugh. Ugh. <laughs> old and grumpy now. Just imagine it would be like in 10 years. Oh, the worst. The worst. We'll be able to stay up to past like 9 o'clock anyways. Uh, let's get in the news. What do you say? Oh, I think it's a great idea, man. What's going on sure. in the news, Larson? So if you watched last night's Super Bowl, I don't think the ratings are in yet, but I'm guessing a lot of people did. You may have noticed that Raymond James Stadium there in Tampa looked like it had way more than 25,000 fans in attendance just because the NFL put a bunch. I'm talking, uh, according to CB, uh, NBC Sports, 30,000. Wow. Cardboard cutouts in the seats to make the venue look less empty. Wow. So... With WrestleMania 37 less than two months away, I'm sorry, a little bit more than two months away, uh, also at Raymond James Stadium, will WWE likewise employ cutouts in the stands to make the venue look like it's not empty? WrestleVotes may have some details, because yesterday, prior to kickoff, they tweeted, quote, with Super Bowl tonight at Raymond James Stadium, home of WrestleMania 37 in nine weeks, uh, so far WWE has been against the idea of filling the empty seats with cutouts, as the NFL has done, I assume that decision will be discussed again now as the stadium looks great. Apparently it was, because Russell Votes tweeted this morning, quote, good news. Text from a source just now saying WWE will 100% discuss having the cutouts again. Says, quote, it's beyond dumb to not. Raymond James Stadium looked wonderful for what it was. I thought it did look great. It looked yeah. like there was a lot of people there from mm-hmm. the long shot. Mm-hmm. And uh, what they said during the game it was like 100 bucks. To get your uh, your cutout in the stand, right? I think that was the case. Yeah, I'm t- WWE. They sell uh, uh, c- cardboard cutout ringsider packages, five hundred dollars to be on the hard cam at WrestleMania, and you don't even have to go to the show. How about this? Listen to this. This is this is good. So five hundred bucks. Uh, a couple of guys like this who are, like us who are pretty frugal. What if we did this instead of you or I? We either do some weird raw gate mutant of both of us, or or we spend five hundred dollars to send raw gate mutant himself to the Super Bowl at hard cam. I'd pay. I'd pony up two fifty for each of us. I'd do that. I'd I'd put that put some company money into that. That'd be awesome. With a with a friendo club shirt on, or 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 maybe even better, space enforcer. Send the space enforcer. Send the send the space enforcer. That's a good idea too. And like some like a bag of Del Taco. He's holding like a bag of Del Taco. That would be amazing. That'd be great. We got a lot of good options. We got a lot of options. So, so many. I mean, options. I, if not, if nothing else, they should do it because it's an opportunity for them to recoup some of the costs they would spend on WrestleMania. Money, they money, can make money. some decent money if they absolutely sell them for less than hundred bucks. Oh, hundred um, percent. It also makes helps the venue from looking so empty. You yeah. know, but I'm sure by April they they were hoping maybe to have at least twenty five thousand fans, mm-hmm. if not more. Who knows? Yeah. Oh yeah. Nonetheless, it would probably be wise to to get the cardboard cutouts in there. If nothing else, there's a, then there's actually something filling the seats. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, to keep people social uh, socially distant. They're all gonna you look know, like you, uh, they're all gonna look like McConaughey in that commercial yesterday. Oh yeah, all flat. Yeah, in the, in the Doritos three D commercial. <laughs> pre pre Doritos three D. Yeah. Yes. He looks yes. so flat. <laughs> what, oh, delete. man. He really should have got himself out of that vending machine before indulging in some Doritos right. 3D. Not the sharpest tool in the shed, man. I guess maybe he didn't know that was one of the side effects of eating Doritos 3D. Who would who would know that? I don't know. I wouldn't know that. Anyways, you know who do, does know something? Rocky Romero. He's talking about the AEW New Japan crossover. He was recently a guest on the Wrestling Perspective and spoke Podcast, about... Yeah. 
podcast and spoke about how the Kenta versus Mox thing led to AEW and New Japan forging a bit of a working relationship. These transcripts come to you via our friends over at Fightful. He said this, the idea of the whole thing, it really goes down to Kenta and Moxley and how Moxley is basically the centerpiece of all this. He really is. As much as you want to say Kenny Omega is, but I really feel like Mox is because Impact even coming to AEW was to work with Moxley. Obviously, alongside Kenny. Then Kenta coming to AEW, showing up on Dynamite, really for one reason and one reason only. That's because Moxley is the IWGP US Heavyweight Champion. The thing kind of got put together, you know, we got the okay from Mox to come to New Japan Strong, which is every Friday night. That's kind of where it all started, not knowing that Kenta was going to be on AEW. That kind of came later. That came kind of later and quickly got put together. Everybody seemed to be excited to work together because they knew it was going to be promotion wise. It was going to be effing mega huge because nobody was expecting it. Rocky Romero also noted that the relationship between New Japan and AEW hasn't been a good one due to the departure of the elite. And Rocky noted that Omega and the Good Brothers did not receive. This is shocking, Larson. This is crazy. They did not receive New Japan's blessing before donning their bullet club gear at Impact's Hard to Kill, saying, and again, these transcripts are from Fightful, they did not get the okay to do that. They did not. It was a little strange for a second. I think it's okay now, but it was kind of out of left field. I think everyone was just a little taken aback for a second. But I mean, either way, I'm sure it was good for bullet club t-shirt sales. So I mean, it all worked out in the end. Larson, end quote. I don't know the legalities of all that. I would have thought that would have been a huge no-no. Like, you would have thought Impact would be like, wait, well, wait a second. But again, I don't know the legalities of it, so... Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I guess... I would assume that New Japan has trademarked the Bullet Club logo. Sure, yeah. And if they thought Impact was using their intellectual property to make money for Impact, they could, uh, you know, issue cease and desist, file lawsuits potentially. Like the only precedent I can kind of think so think of is, uh, I mean, yeah, it's it seems I'm mean, I'm trying to think of like if if they ever and Kenny and, and the Good Brothers never gave any indication that they were part of current Bullet Club or part mm-hmm. of their mm-hmm. current stories running. Yeah, yeah, and maybe there's some amount of wiggle well, I, room I think there just utilizing utilizing someone else trademark logo you would think and, yeah and potentially profiting off it that's enough for you would something. think yeah but i mean evidently i am actually really given and the only experience i you know you and i really have with this anecdotally speaking is just how hardcore uh what is it asahi tv uh is they have the rights to to run new japan content uh in taking down various youtube videos mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Even on Twitter, I think uh, they might have been the ones that came out of uh, came after Larry Otto, the Twitter account that was posting uh, New mm-hmm. Japan gifts, which, to be honest with you, I always felt did far more to boost New Japan programming yeah. than it did yep. harm in terms of, oh, well, I don't need to watch New Japan now because I have these four yeah. gifts um, that got me that kept me going on with their stories and understanding what was going on. Mm-hmm. Um, but I understand from their perspective, it's their content. They're allowed to do whatever they want with it. Totally. Um, and so, uh, so yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of shocked that nothing sort of came out of that, but I mean, it's kind of interesting that Rocky confirmed. Yeah. Stuff has been shaky with AEW and new Japan because of the elites departure. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it means to be seen if they're, they'll be able to patch things up enough to, 
to do more if they want to, if anybody's so inclined after the uh, the Mox Kenta feud comes to an end. I just would have thought for sure. Like, I remember when we were watching Hard to Kill and they had Bullet Club. I'm like, oh, dude, they have a thing going on now with New Japan then. Mm-hmm. And they, that's ballsy. It really I mean, is. That, it really is. That, it really is for Impact to be like. For Impact right, sure, especially. Yeah. Yeah. For, yeah. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, I think whatever uh, legal things might happen, it's probably going to fall, or at least primarily fall on Impact's shoulders. Oh, yeah. Airing a pay-per-view yeah. that has performers wearing a logo that someone else's IP. Yeah. That's pretty crazy. That's pretty crazy stuff. It is stuff. pretty crazy. Yeah. It is pretty crazy. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, It can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly. Which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Uh, so uh, yesterday we heard that Terry Funk was dealing with some he- health issues. Hmm. Uh, Dustin Rhodes tweeted out, quote, just got off the phone with Terry Funk. He's in a lot of pain and can use some prayers. One of the greatest true legends ever be in this thing. Uh, appreciate y'all. And shortly after specified that Terry was dealing uh, with severe hip pain. So PW Insider today confirmed that, yes, Funk is dealing with a hip issue, stating, quote, in recent months, we have heard numerous times that Funk 76 has been dealing with a hip issue that brings him great pain, given the great amount of punishment he put on his body over the course of his 50-year career. You might imagine this is not only daily pain he deals with, and you'd be right. Uh, he's put his body through a lot. He's dealing with the after effects of that. So, uh, you know, sending our thoughts out to Terry Funk. Hopefully uh, he can get his hip issue uh, diagnosed get some treatment for it so he doesn't have to live his life in, in, in severe pain. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Cause boy, oh boy. I mean, even it's funny when we were digging up stuff for, uh, we did a, a friendo club TV for, for our FC TV members like a couple mm-hmm. weeks ago where he talked about, uh, moments in pro wrestling fire. Uh, and one of them was like Lawler shooting a fireball at Terry Funk's head and it was only like six years ago. It was like five years ago that this happened. Yeah. And, you know, Terry Funk still, man, I mean, for I don't know when his last retirement match was, when the last match he actually, maybe that was, maybe that was it. I forget. But, uh, man, he's definitely been fighting forever for like the longest time now. Yep. Anyways, yep. Uh, Larson, you and the Enforcer tonight have yeah. uh, the, the, the privilege, the honor of watching Raw and and talking about it. I have a child with a birthday, so unfortunately, I am robbed 
of watching Raw. And I know, I know tonight. you're really raw about it, man. I can tell. I can tell. It's devastating. Sore to up about it. Yes. So devastating. Yes. It's it's always a pleasure to to do stuff with the Enforcer. Uh, the whole he watching makes, he Raw makes part. everything better. He does. Not that much looking forward to watching the Raw, but I I I, I really enjoy chatting up the Enforcers. So that'll be fun. So yes, we'll be uh, streaming here on Twitch about uh, 8 p.m. Pacific with a Raw recap. Hope to see you all there. Uh, but before then, we have a raw preview. So I'm gonna skip ahead to the second thing here because what? I kind of feel like what? What? Uh, what the hell? Really? Again? Yeah. So well, here, I'll just I'll go in order here. So uh, Drew McIntyre to address Sheamus on Raw. That makes all the sense in the world. But next, it also says here Drew McIntyre and Randy Orton set for Monday Night Showdown. Haven't we seen these two dudes wrestle enough over the last? 365 days. So I got some uh, secret info about that. Huh. In Randy Orton's contra, his latest contract, he said, I'm only going to wrestle two people, Drew McIntyre and Edge, and that's it. Nobody else. Nobody else. Well, that's, not, that's factually yeah. not true. That's what, I'm that's sure what's he's going to wrestle contract. the Fiend here coming up pretty soon. It's not in his contract. He might add it. Plans do change. Contracts change, Larson. No, I've totally <sighs> just made that up. But, but it kind of feels like that, doesn't it? It kind of feels like that. The only, guess, it's like the yeah. Fiend, McIntyre, and Edge are like the only guys that he's allowed to wrestle these days. Seems like it. Uh, and lastly here, Charlotte Flair and Lacey Evans will come face-to-face -face on Raw. I believe they're going to have a match. And then Drew McIntyre. You mentioned the Shane, he's going to talk to Sheamus yeah. tonight, too. Yeah, so he's a busy night for Sheamus. Drew. Oh, boy. This, doesn't, this does not – none of this seems – this seems like I would be so bummed out if I had to watch Raw tonight. <laughs> It's, you know, just, surprises. it's the damper of a show they just do this just cut it down to two hours and uh you know get, a, start. Uh, get vince out of the building before you you write things you know just do those two things those two things both be a pretty massive start god a head in the hour, right direction two hour raw would be great man I'd well be, it could it'd be better i'd be yeah it'd be better It'd be, be better. because you I imagine you imagine at the six o'clock hour understanding that you only have an hour left but at the six o'clock hour, even, you still have a long feature film left. <laughs> yeah, no. And even if if you know the second hour is the final hour, even Ms. TV kicks off the second hour. Like, all right, well, I know oh, there's not a whole worse. other hour that'll just drag on after this yeah. uh, Ms. TV segment drags on for twenty minutes. And again, look, man, I love AEW. I love NXT. I love SmackDown. I've been loving NXT UK. I love everything else. Raw is the one thing in my life. Like, I just really wish I had one of those clones. And it could be like one of the stupid clones, like in Multiplicity, like the last clone that he makes, you know? The one that really liked pizza, yeah. Yeah. I mean, half the time you wouldn't you wouldn't really notice the difference between me and that guy anyways. Probably not. <laughs> uh, you want to answer some questions? Yeah, dude, let's do that. We've been talking for 15 minutes about wrestling. Let's answer some questions. Sure. Patrick Sparks, what superstar that's held the NXT titles had the worst run with them? talking all NXT champions, men's, women's, tag champs. Which NXT champion or champions had the worst run with their respective title? Okay, so uh, it's probably a lot of good answers here. Like, didn't the, the Ascension went like a year without like Basically. any real good opponents? <laughs> like, yeah. the, the tag division was crap then. But I wasn't really watching all that much. I mean, if you want the least powered up person to have ever held an NXT title, it's easy. It's Leon Ruff. 
because there was never really an idea that this guy could beat much of anybody without some special circumstances. That's true, but like his run was so short, and while it wasn't impactful, it was not boring. No, it was a fun. I really, I so. love Leon Ruff. I'm just saying, like in terms of like some of the weaker people to have held them compared to like the people around them. You know, well, it was a fluke win. Go ahead. Here's the answer, and it's not uh, really uh, completely his own fault. It's Karrion Cross because he got hurt in the match where he won the title. <laughs> Yeah, but okay, but that you know what? That's funny. That's completely the flip side of the Leon Ruff is that this guy was so overpowered. It's just he got hurt. He got hurt. Um, yeah. The worst run of them all. Though, I'm trying to think of somebody who's had. Oh, uh, you know, yeah, no, this is actually a good one. And again, the story was so good of him getting the title, but man, he got murdered right after. And that's Sami Zayn. Mm. Like his actual title run. Didn't he lose it the very next match? Like, did, uh, did he ever successfully? Yeah, okay. Next takeover. I'm assuming he successfully defended it, like, the, at TV. Oh, I don't remember. Because it was, like, three months he had to have success. Can somebody look that up for us? Did Sammy Zane ever successfully defend his title, please? Uh, let's see here. Uh, James Rodriguez, I saw some pictures and videos of large groups partying without masks in Tampa on Saturday night. Any chance Mania gets moved if the superb owl turns out to have been a super spreader event? I highly doubt that would be the case. I don't think that would precipitate anything. Number one, getting info on getting like detailed info on specific super spreader events is really not easy to do. Like it's all a bunch of circumstantial, like well, when takes, they did the, the it takes the, a lot of contact tracing and that's not something that's seemingly been a priority. No, like uh, even the info country. that came out with the Sturgis stuff was like, you know, refuted and it, they, they relied on like cell phone tracing or some weird sh like that. Um, so no, because there's, there's, there, there would never be any solid info that came out of that. Yeah. So I mean, no, they, they're not going to move mania. Uh, let's see here. Greg Morris with elimination chamber being under two weeks away. Now, do we find out who are the picks for mania this week? I mean, the bigger question is, do we find out anything about elimination chamber this week? I would hope so. You would as, think as Greg Morris mentioned, we are less than two weeks away. So you kind of need to start setting some stuff up as far as what the, the, the chamber matches are and who's going to be in them. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, Abinov, uh, have you watched WandaVision thoughts about the series so far? Have them up to date. Uh, no, we'll just, mm -mm, no, just, well, just you, people just, haven't seen it. Yay or nay. Just, you have to talk specifics. Uh, yay. Uh, a huge yay for me. Huge yay uh, for me. After the first one and a half episodes, it would have been a pretty hard hard nay, but I've turned around. I'm curious to see where it goes. Um, Yeah. Uh, I'm going to review the season over at my Friendoville channel mm. uh, once it's all said and done. Anthony Tobias says, uh, thanks for the superb owl stream. The superb owl. If NFL players go to the WWE now, should they go through NXT first? Yeah. I would say yes because I don't know because you know part of the reason you go to XT is to learn how to pro wrestle. I would say it depends. It it depends on it what the okay so if it's like Baron Corbin who played in the NFL and then went to WWE, of course, one hundred percent, absolutely. But if Tom Brady decides he wants to be a wrestler, there yeah, I I mean you just you put him on main roster because he's more of an attraction. You just hope that he you know you send him you have him go to the performance center, but he's too big of a name to be in the NXT. 
Yeah. Uh, this is a good question. NJWP, early predictions on who will get the Money of the Bank briefcases this year? Oh, boy, oh, boy. Um, you know what would be really fun because he's putting in such great work and he's sort of the flip side of the Miz, but with like infinitely more talent and that's Sami Zayn. I think with Sami Zayn, the way he has been booked lately would be the perfect, mm-hmm. perfect money in the bank champion. If, if for example, edge were to win that title off Roman, you would need, I mean, he wouldn't be able to cash in until, there was a face champion for him to cash in on. Yeah, yeah. Although he might be down the road of he's doing such great work as a heel that if there were fans around, they would start to come around to him and they'd have to turn him to like tweener. Entirely possible. Entirely possible. Uh, uh, Bailey, I think her current character is kind of uh, perfect for Money in the Bank. I know she's won it before and cashed it in before, but... uh, um, and if Sonya Deville ever uh, starts wrestling again, that's a good choice. Those are really be high on my list as well. Two really good choices. Sonya Deville would be absolutely perfect. Uh, Alex Foster, <laughs> what companies should WWE partner with? Alex says WCW, the new oh, WCW, the relaunch, the new one. Yeah, that's uh, that's happening any day now, right? When is that? Oh, October, I think it was supposed to be October. October I think yes. Uh, what company should WWE partner with? Yes, all yeah. anything, any 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 company. all the above, all of them. Noah all the above. CMLL, DDT Pro, number one on the list. Heck yes. Uh, uh, yeah. Nick, with New Japan AEW working together now, should WWE consider allowing NXT titles to be defended at WrestleMania to help boost NXT ratings and get more exposure? Yes, absolutely. They should 100% do that. Finn versus Walter. I feel like the, the NXT men and women's championship should both be defended at WrestleMania. You mentioned Finn versus Walter. Title for title. Make that match happen. EO Heck versus yeah. uh, Kaylee Ray. Mm-hmm. That'd be good, too. That'd be good, too. Mr. Biff Top Johnny, the Super Bowl had cardboard cutouts uh, as their fans. What is a very WWE version of this they could use at WrestleMania? They'd have cutout card- cardboard cutouts of legends. They would have all their backstock. They used to have cardboard cutouts in WWE Shop. Yeah, right. Don't know yeah. if they still do, but all the backstock yeah. they have of that, that would be the cutouts, so... It'd kind of be on We Book Raw where Sasha is wrestling Bianca, and in the mm-hmm. crowd, there's like five dozen. Well, Sasha the bands. best, the best was in the crowd, Baron Corbin. Yes. <laughs> yes. Boy, that was top moment. Top. That's what I got the intern to do is start compiling top moments from. Uh, oh, that'd be great. Get some compilations of that stuff. Uh, let's see here. Uh, the Wild Dude, who's an NXT star you think should have won a title while they were in NXT but didn't, and what title? Uh, Nikki Cross should have won the women's title. She should have been the one to take it off of Oscar. I thought that uh, they had Bianca, such a great. I felt like she probably should have beat Shayna for sure uh, the NXT women's title when she was yeah. there. Yeah, I thought that was um, that would have made a ton of sense. Yeah, those are those are good answers. Uh, let's see here. Uh, I'm just trying to do something. WWE Cinematic Super Bowl. Which wrestlers are your quarterbacks, and who's doing the halftime show? 
Well, Pitbull's doing the halftime show. Sure, yeah. He does. He, I mean, uh, hey, yeah, pretty yeah, sure the only yeah. reason they had Bad Bunny this year is because Pitbull couldn't do it. He was like, "No, I need a, I need sixty thousand strong. If Pitbull's going to be a WrestleMania, I don't do this cardboard cutout nonsense. You get somebody else, Bad Bunny." Uh, quarterbacks. Now, if there's any wrestler, I'd pick Lance Archer because he was a college quarterback. Mm. I don't know if anybody in WWE actually played high school or college. Well, if this is a cinematic Super Bowl, you don't need anybody who really like plays. And I would say John Cena would be the quarterback. All right. And then on the other team would be well, Randy Orton. Well, he'd Hottest be a punter or Edge. Ed, yeah, he's a, that's good. He's a punter. Edge would be the other quarterback because they had a great rivalry. All right. Very well. Uh, Matthew Mikowski says, "Hey, Stephen Larson, new the community here. Wanted to say oh, thanks welcome. for everything and and your uh, videos are in my daily YouTube." Uh, the videos I need to watch. One question: Do you think Sasha or Bianca will be champion after Mania? Second, who will all champions face at Mania? Dude, I think you know. I my original pick was Bianca would win the Rumble but lose at Mania. Unless I, I don't see I don't see a way she doesn't win at Mania. I just don't see it. I think Bianca has to walk out of Mania as champion now. Uh, and because you feel that way, is it more or less likely that she'll actually challenge Sasha? I think that she's going to stay on SmackDown. I think that Sasha will probably most likely turn heel. Because number one, she's great at being a heel. Mm-hmm. I think that's probably that's probably going to be the thing that happens. I mean, she was just heel not that long ago. She could easily mm. switch back. And she always, mm. she always has such an attitude about her that it's kind of easy just to flip her back to, hey. And it doesn't even necessarily have to be like, oh, she's a bad guy. It's got to be, hey, you're swimming in waters you've never been in before. And this is how this is how the big boys play. See the adjective play. And right. she would, you know, beat the shit out of Bianca with chairs and stuff or whatever bad guys do. But she's like, hey, this is my title. You're not taking it off me. Yeah, yeah. But then she does. Uh, Wolverine, 1591. What should be R-Truth's gimmick when they can no longer use the comedic one for him? Oh, this his gimmick now has, like, legs forever. He could forever. do this forever. Forever and ever. Um, and but I do... Because he's that darn good. I, I do think that his... He needs... He needs the WrestleMania moment of beating John Cena. That would pop... 60,000 people or 80,000, if they go to Dallas, 100,000 people, whatever they're going to kayfabe the number. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. That would destroy that roof. Dome, whatever it is. Um, It's partial. It's partial dome. I don't think it's a full dome. There you go. In Dallas. Uh, Gareth, uh, the GOAT in professional sports is typically based on number of rings or championship wins. Let's take title wins out of the picture. Who uh-huh. is the GOAT of professional wrestling? Who is the greatest of all time? Uh, so I saw somebody today make the claim that it would be John Cena because of championships and et cetera, et cetera. And I don't think you got to take titles case. out of it. You have to take titles out of it. Yeah, no. Yeah. Uh, do clearly well, what's the what's the reason people get into what's what's the biggest real accomplishment in professional wrestling? It's drawing money. That's what yeah. it is. So at that point, you're looking at Hulk Hogan. You're looking at Stone Cold Steve Austin. I mean, you can mm-hmm. look prior, you know, generations in other places like Ricky Dozen or whatever El Santo maybe. But uh, but if we're talking modern professional wrestling, 
it's two names. It's Hulk Hogan and Stone Cold Steve Austin. Yeah, uh, I guess by a diff- different metric, uh, the, the difference, the major difference between professional wrestling and professional sports is that the outcome of professional wrestling matches are by and large decided in advance. So sure. it's performance. What these wrestlers are doing is performing for an audience telling stories. And so if you're going to base who's the best on who is the best at their craft, uh, who is the best storyteller performer uh, in the business, you got to go with Shawn Michaels. Best in-ring performer easily of his day, maybe ever. Shawn Michaels. There you go. There you go. Shawn Michaels. Dalen Dula says you've been bitten by a radioactive spider. Unfortunately, you don't gain any powers from it, but you do get a nasty infection at the site of the bite. You need revenge. I avenge thee, but are in no condition to fight. What wrestler do you ask to track down and fight the spider on your behalf? Clearly, clearly, Larson. The answer is uh, uh, Daniel Bryan in his mech suit. Flesh mech uh, Daniel Bryan. Flesh mech Daniel Bryan. He has proven right, some that tell he... me Daniel Bryan would not be the type to go and, and, and squash that spider. He put it in, a, in, a, in a, a napkin and place it back outside, though. You see him squash that poor indie wrestler who didn't know how to throw an elbow? Yeah. I think, be, I think he'd be okay with a spider. Um, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say Rhea Ripley because that uh, during her entrance at the top of the ramp, she does that that giant stomp. Great answer, great answer, awesome. Oh, that's a good one too. Mister Sinister here in our chat says Leo Rush. He was dressed as Spider Man in AAA. True, yeah, true. Eric that's Rowan true. Uh, with the spider, but Eric Rowan kept the spider. He had it in a, in a box. Yeah, he he's liked not the spider. one. He's not the one that smashed it. He likes spider. He likes spiders. Uh, we got some uh, stuff here in Twitch going on. Milkman cool. Leche with a sub that uh, says, uh, "Going in raw, love you guys and the friendos, best wrestling community around." Thank you so much. Thank you very much. Uh, what floor says five years ago today? Daniel Bryan announced his retirement for medical reasons. My goodness gracious! All sorts of history being made today. Yeah. Uh, well, that's a good question. Big Mikey, do you think they could use the AEW New Japan Super Show at the Jaguar Stadium when things get better and they could fill it? That'd be pretty awesome. Uh, yeah, that'd be great. Yeah. That'd be really awesome. Uh, let's see here. Uh, this is good. Dang MQ says WWE needs to get creative with cardboard cutouts. Some NFL teams were creative with the cutouts. The Denver Broncos use cutouts of South Park characters. Yeah, man. Yeah, like like you said, use all those uh, all that backstock they have. Backstock. Uh huh. Backstock. Get like some uh, like you know some Aunt Dean Ambroses. Get some there guys who left for other. Get uh, Neville in there. Get some uh, Miro ones. <laughs> get some Rusev day ones. Get some Aiden. You have like Lana, Rusev, and Aiden English all sitting next to each other with a bucket of popcorn. Uh, that, Great. That's good. Uh, Devin with Dan, I won't be around for any of the streams tomorrow because it's my birthday, friendos. Thanks for all the good times uh, you guys have given me over the past five years. Well, uh, early happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to Devin with Dan. All right. Uh, oh, here we go. Highlander Toby says, is Drew versus Randy the more modern Randy versus Cena? Uh, it seems like it, and they're trying to fast track that, so it's like they wrestle basically every other week. It's definitely the 2020, 2021 version of Randy versus, uh, although 2020 was, it was like partially Orton versus edge and then Orton versus McIntyre were like the two big things. Well, there's that spell after Randy cashed in a Daniel Bryan where Randy and and Cena wrestled at like every pay-per-view for the second half of that year. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Seemingly, uh, Chris Kirsten, 
with the sub saying hallelujah. It's been 11 months. 11 months for Kirsten. Almost a full year. Uh, Gary MacArthur, did Vince think Bad Bunny was the rabbit that used to hang with Adam Rose? He says, and now I'm in a bad mood due to the Casey Catanzaro stuff. <laughs> yeah. She's she's getting enough of that Twitter heat. <laughs> she's getting a lot of that Twitter heat right now, man. You think she's uh, you think she's regretting the uh, the casino uh, action there, dude? Who knows, I mean, right? Who one, knows? One could hope. But you know, who knows? Who knows? <laughs> one could hope. Who knows? <laughs> oh man. Uh, Alex C. They should make the cutouts reversible between happy and sad, like <laughs> many like many faces. faces. Yeah, many That's faces. Good. Yeah. That's one. That's one of the like He-Man that I really need to get to is the New Day many faces. Didn't they do one with like it had like it had all three of the New Day faces yeah, on yeah, it? That would yeah. I gotta get that man. I hang out with my uh, the hell Where's my Triple H one. Why is he what? facing the donut? Who moved my Triple H? That's weird. <laughs> Where we? Where'd go? it go? Oh, is it back where it belongs? Oh, it's right here. Yeah, sorry. It's right. Boom, right there. There Look is. at that. There I'm barely is. in the frame. No, don't bury me. All right. Anyways, that's going to do it for us. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. We appreciate it. Twitch chat, stick around. We'll hang out for a bit. Till next yeah. time, we'll talk to you later. Goodbye. Help support Going In Raw today by becoming a Friendo Club TV member. You'll get access to new bonus episodes every week, including Friendo Club Arcade, Live Power Rank, Vintage 10 for the Wins, and Ask Steven Larson. Get access to Friendo Club TV today by becoming a $5 and up patron at patreon.com forward slash Steven Larson, by throwing us a sub at twitch.tv forward slash Steven Larson, or by clicking join at youtube.com forward slash Steven Larson. has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.